been sued for $1.3 billion and I need some representation. So it's right, right here in the law. So. Jingle and Jehoshaphat, how did I get in there? Gotta give us what we want. Gotta give us what we need. Our freedom of speech is freedom of death. We got to fight the powers that be. Fight the power. Welcome to BCP Unfiltered. I am your host, James but you probably know that already. So let's get right into what I want to discuss. On Monday, I saw that Mike Lindell was going to be on Jimmy Kimmel's show. And I was like, uh, let's see how this goes. Either Mike Lindell is really naive and is falling for a trap because there's no way in hell that Jimmy Kimmel, being part of the Hollywood Illuminati, is going to play fair with Mike Lindell. But then Mike Lindell is not a stupid guy. He knows exactly how the world works. You wouldn't ascend to his height of success. And he's had lots of animus as he talks about and puts his own money behind Kerry Lake and other fights against the tyranny of stolen and rigged elections. So he's not a dumb guy. So he definitely knows what he's getting into. But I knew they weren't going to play fair. So I'm, I was curious to see how this was going to go down. And let's just do this. Let's play and analyze this together. I'll give you my thoughts. And then we'll come to conclusions together and or separately as we go through this journey. So you can tell right off the bat <laughs> that they were up to something. And they were already from the very, very beginning making fun of Mike Lindell. And all of us who know about specifically the rigged election machines, tabulators, etc. But Mike Lindell is a very smart guy. And right off the bat, he goes toe-to-toe with Jimmy Kimmel. All the colorful, unhinged characters who've come to prominence in the political era of Donald Trump. Our next guest is probably the most enthusiastic to help him overcome his debilitating fear of machines. We have installed him inside a claw machine for his interview tonight. And joining us now... From the corner of Donkey Kong and Qbert, the My Pillow guy, Mike Lindell. Hello, Mike. Jimmy Crumble, is that you? It's me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mike. First question, Mike, is why do you think people don't take you seriously? Well, I, you know, I want to tell you this, Jimmy. Remember okay. when we were kids and uh, we questioned these carnival games, whether they were rigged or not? Yeah, right. But when, but when we spoke up back then, we didn't get sued, did we? No, that's right. All right, so right off the bat, Jimmy Kimmel says he he marginalizes and he makes fun of Mike Lindell, visually putting him inside of a arcade game, the little grappler uh, game, and he says to help you uh, with his your fear of machines, right? Making fun of tabulators and Dominion machines and ESNS machines, and then at the very beginning, he says. Of all of those, he he immediately equates him with being part of the wacky Trump crowd. Let me play that for you again, the audio. All the colorful, unhinged characters who've come to prominence in the political era of Donald Trump. All of the unhinged, colorful characters that have become synonymous with in part of the Trump's fear or Trump era. And he puts Mike Lindell on there. But Mike Lindell, a better sport than I would be, uh, I, I would uh, I I would not have gone on the show and not agreed to this uh, level of caricature 
But, you know, nothing against Mike Lindell. I just, I personally wouldn't do that. I, I don't have the demeanor to, you know, to, to, to laugh something like this. Plus, if I did, I could just call it racist. And if they said no, then I could remind everybody that Jimmy Kimmel has actually done blackface. Making fun of Carl Malone, one of the greatest basketball players ever. But that's neither here nor there. But once again, like I said, Mike Lindell r- runs with it. And uh, he, uh, he makes his point. Even though Jimmy Kimmel is trying to, you know, make fun of him, downplay him, make him a caricature of himself, he plays along and twice brings up the idea of rigged machines. Kudos to Mike Lindell. Hey, Mike, get rid of that kid. Will you give him a toy or something like that? There you go. You got a winner. It's a rigged game. It's a rigged game. It's a rigged game. (laughs) Mike, I know that you're distrustful of machines. Now that you're inside one, do you feel differently? No, same thing. There's, there are computers can be rigged out there. Yeah, absolutely. In elections, you know that. Mike Lindell, I don't know if he said this before Trump, but definitely a playbook uh, from uh, a play out of the, the Trump playbook. When he makes a point, he emphasizes that it's common knowledge. That's a great thing that Trump does. Like, he's, you know, he'll say the fake news, you know, the, you know, the, the news, you, it can't be trusted. He's been saying that for a long time, right? He makes a statement and then assumes that you agree with him and that it's common knowledge. That's a great tactic that Mike Lindell used that Trump also uses very effectively. And of course, once again, getting sneaking in that second time about the rigged elections. But look, Mike Lindell actually agreed to this setup. Did you ask Donald Trump uh, whether you should do this or not? Do you run this sort of thing by him? No, I didn't, Jimmy. I did this all on my own. I wanted to be on your show. You, you, you know, you kept telling me to come on, but you, you know, I seen the monologue there. You said it's because to put me in here because I was wasn't vaccinated. You tricked me. You did it to be funny, huh? Yeah, no, I didn't. No, I didn't want you in there because you weren't vaccinated. I don't know. <laughs> to be honest, I don't even remember why I decided you should be in there. Just, <laughs> no, you said it on your show. It seemed like a good idea when it happened. I have to say, I was very surprised when you said. You would do it, but you know, I put it out there, and so you said yes. So yeah. I, you know, I'm honoring that commitment that well, I made no, on the air. <laughs> now, Jimmy Kimmel goes, and for those of you listening to this on the podcast, the visual is we've got Mike Lindell sitting inside of one of these arcade machines. You know, the grappler machines where you put the coins in and they grab the a toy or a dollar. I think it's a dollar, right? They used to be. I don't know, but. Uh, and then the lower third comes up, looks just like the uh, the Lindell report. His, you know, has the same font as his. And it says, save up to 15% on pillows. Use promo code. Can you believe this nut agreed to this? Like I said, Mike Lindell is a lot smarter and richer than I am. I don't think I would have gone this route. Uh, they're clearly making fun of him. and But Mike Lindell being a good sport, uh, put up with it. All right, now that we got that introduction out of the way and they've made Mike Lindell not a serious character, now they want to get into some serious political discussion. And of course, this is where Mike Lindell best shines. So last week, Mike, you, uh, actually during the weekend, you, you ran for chairman of the Republican National Committee. This is the committee that uh, is it kind of in charge of fundraising? It decides where the money goes. It's a very powerful group. Correct. And you seemed, by my count, very confident that you had a chance to win this thing. Let's look at the tape. I'm running for chairman of the RNC 
and I plan on winning. And you know what? I plan on winning. I want to win that RNC chair. We're ahead in every single poll out there. I'm 100% all in. And when I go all in, I go all in to win. I just want to win, everybody. Not only am I going to win, but we're going to, it's going to change real fast. Are you confident that you can win? Yeah, absolutely. A lot of them are going, do you think you can win? Do you think you win? Of course I'm going to win. Mike, some of the polls show you winning this. Oh, yeah, yeah, they all do. Now, Mike, the poll actually did show you as the favorite, right? The Rasmussen poll. That's correct, yep. And then this happened. Mike Lindell received four votes. Harmeet Dillon received 51 votes. And Ronna McDaniel received 111 votes. Now, does this seem like an indication that maybe your barometer when it comes to voting is off? Once again, marginalizing and downplaying and making Mike Lindell look stupid. But you know what? This is a fair question, though, right? Mike Lindell was out there being very confident he was going to win, and he did not. And of course, Jimmy Kimmel would be able to use that and make the connection. Well, maybe Donald Trump didn't win. Maybe Carrie Lake wasn't as popular as you think she is, and perhaps she actually lost. That's the point of this exercise. And when Mike Lindell's put his name uh, on there, I knew he wasn't going to win. Not because we, Americans, conservatives, and Republicans uh, d didn't want him, but because the system is rigged from re by Republicans, by the RNC. They're part of the establishment, and they're not beholden to voters, Voters can tell their uh, RNC representatives, you know, who supposedly represent the constituents what they want, but they don't listen. That's why we have a Mitch McConnell. That's why we have a Kevin McCarthy. I don't know what make Mike Lindell think it'll be any different that because we, the people, conservatives of America wanted things one way, that the establishment swamp would actually do what we say. And that, I think, Mike Lindell was pretty naive. And trust me, it, I have a huge respect for Mike Lindell. But then again, also what did this do? This gets him on the uh, the Jimmy Kimmel show. So it gives him an opportunity in a big platform, whether he's being marginalized and being made fun of or not, to get his message out. So there's that. You know, what it seems like, Jimmy, is that the RNC did, that their representatives didn't listen to the people of our country that wanted a change in the RNC leadership. Now, for those, again, listening to this in a podcast format, the reason why the crowd started laughing again is because they changed the lower thirds again. It looks just like Lindell TV. And it says, save up to 20% on pillows using promo code, this man is a CEO of a company. In other words, look at this buffoon. That's, that's how it's being interpreted. All right, let's continue. Because I was the top of all the polls, I almost doubled both of them combined in the Rasmussen report, which came out last Thursday, the day before the vote. So they, you know, I didn't realize that they, uh, you know, that they would, I would think that they would have went with what the people wanted because they represent the people. Jimmy Kimmel tries to go in for the kill about rigged elections, but Mike Lindell shuts that down you believe this was a rigged election too? No, absolutely not, Jimmy, because there was no machines involved. It was paper ballots hand counted. Right. Okay. So um, you lost, you would have lost either way, I guess is what you're saying. Well, I don't know if I'd have machines. I, somebody could have filled with the numbers, right? 
You distrust machines. Um, does that is can does that extend to like sewing machines? Uh, yeah. Tell me, like, are what about ice machines? Are you okay with those? Jimmy, I, you know what? I'm okay. You know, you can you can make fun of that, but we know the machines I'm talking about are voting machines, computers used in elections because we want to have elections and not selections. All right. So we got the laugh track. Supposedly, the people laughing because, once again, the lower thirds say, save up to 57.5% on pillows. You'll notice that every single time this goes up, there's the savings, right? And now the promo code is Mike fought the claw and the claw won. Not even funny. Not even justifying of a chuckle or a smile. It's not funny. But then again, Jimmy Kimmel hasn't been even the least bit funny for years. That is the danger of TDS and being controlled by the Hollywood machine. So not like the George Foreman lean mean grilling machine would not be on your list of things to melt down and make into prison bars. No, no just the voting machines. We got enough of them to melt down into prison bars. Gloria Stefan and the Miami the Sound Machine. They, they're cool, right? What's that? I said Gloria Stefan and the Miami Sound Machine. I can't hear you, Jimmy. I can't hear you. You've ch- you've I'm sorry. Up. It turns out you're locked inside a claw machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that last uh, clip or part of the clip shows Mike Lindell being a good sport. And he doesn't let the stupid attempt by Jimmy Kimmel to equate all machines or this lame attempt at comedy that all machines are rigged when obviously... We're talking specifically about tabulators and other voting machines being rigged. The whole attempt at humor falls flat and fails for Jimmy Kimmel. And Mike Lindell just comes off as a good sport during that last clip. You know, one of the differences between you and the claw machine is claw machines let go. And you will not let go of this voting thing, will you? Never. I want to save, I want to help save our country. And I love our country. I love the people in our country. And, uh... We've got to get rid of the computers in our in our elections. Now you can see here that the lower thirds have been they increase the, they've increased the savings to eighty nine percent, and now it says the promo code is we're going to leave him there, and then he you're going to see later on he's going to try to make a joke about him being canceled from Bed Bath and Beyond and all these other places, but that joke never gets developed. I think this might have been a setup for that. Mike, I have to tell you, and I mean this sincerely, I believe that you that you believe this stuff. I believe that you are really convinced that, that I mean, uh, the evidence that you've presented is nonsensical, but I do believe that, that you are convinced that there is some kind of a conspiracy or malfunction or whatever the case may be. I don't believe that Donald Trump believes that. I think Donald Trump is lying when he says he thinks the election was rigged. I think... Uh, Giuliani is lying when he says it. I think Kerry Lake is lying. I think for them, these are just excuses for losing an election. Uh, What do you say to that? All right, so now we turn to the part where Jimmy Kimmel does his preaching, which was the whole point of them trying to have Mike Lindell on, right? Make him seem like a nutcase and then equate that nuttery to Trump, Kerry Lake, Rudy Giuliani, etc. Except he tries to get Mike Lindell in with this trap that they use where they pretend to be on your side or they pretend to be fair and, you know, 
they're not going after you in a mean-spirited way, but they're actually trying to get you to turn on your friends, your allies, your boss, whatever the, the case you want, uh, they're, they're trying to do here. They're trying to get Mike Lindell to turn on Trump. And then he calls the evidence nonsensical. So it's nonsensical to believe that a dementia patient sitting in his basement who never campaigned, who got less than 5 or 2% from his own party's primaries, that they rigged like they did previously against uh, Bernie Sanders in 2016. They did it again in 2020, that this guy got 81 million votes. It's So it's sensical. So it makes sense that that guy won, got more votes than a very popular Obama, who was very well liked. And, you know, by the Democrats, I mean. So it's, it's and it's sensical that they stopped the voting machines on the night of the elections. Oh, we, we it's late. We need to stop. And then the next day, miraculously, all of these votes appear for Joe Biden. It's, uh, and he miraculously wins. So all the voter suppression we saw in Arizona, the rigged machines, illegal ballot harvesting, uh, mail-in uh, votes with no chain of custody, uh, documented uh, ballot mules. So that's all sensical, right? Of course, none of that's presented here because this is a scripted show meant to make Mike Lindell look like a clown that really believes what he's saying, but he's just a silly man. But Trump and Carrie Lake, they're liars because, of course, Katie Hobbs was so popular that she should have won. No, that's nonsensical. And you know it, Jimmy Kimmel. But you're a freaking whore. You're a prostitute. You're part of the Hollywood pedo machine. And you're being... You're, you're, act, you're an actor. You're an actor reading a script. Mike Lindell's the real deal. Well, I say, um, Jimmy, no judge in the United States has looked at the evidence. They've all kicked the can on standing. No one has ever looked at the evidence based on merit. And isn't that, uh, I'm just going to keep sounding the alarm until... Somebody looks at it. We gave it to the Facebook fact checkers, Alan Duke. He looked at it and he won't. Now he just went away because he knows it was true. But the I Supreme say to you, Court, Jimmy, I'll give I'll yeah. give the evidence to you. We'll okay. come back two months later. I'll pay for your cyber guy if the if the show can't afford it. We'll, 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 we'll have him check it out. You know, you're getting a big audience tonight, so you could afford it. Mike, bring, I'll bring Mike, you, the you see that you see that you little girl with the, the show. with that little. And this is where Mike Lindell kind of hit a double or uh, a triple base using a probably poorly used baseball analogy. Now, you got Mike Lindell dropping truth bombs. And you can't let him do that. That's why Jimmy Kimmel cuts him off. But Lindell's right. No one has seen the evidence in court. And Mike Lindell starts dropping his truth bombs. So what does uh, Jimmy do? He deflects. He changes the subject. But as you'll see, <laughs> Mike Lindell is a good sport. And even though the comedy is stupid and not funny, and he continues making fun of uh, the all machines are rigged type of deal, the whole thing falls flat. Jimmy Kimmel looks like an idiot, and Mike Lindell just looks like, at the minimum, a good sport. Girl with the overalls on, that's our cyber guy. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking yeah. good. I knew you would. <laughs> How much has this crusade cost you personally, Mike? Uh, over forty million, and that's counting building your great network you watch all the time, Jimmy Lindell right. TV. That's part of the cost. I'm your number one fan. Yes, that's you for are. sure. There's no question about that. 
Yeah, Mike Lindell has put his money where his mouth is. And yes, as uh, as Jimmy Kimmel says later, he's committed. And he says, he calls it a crusade. Yeah, it's a crusade to save America. So Mike Lindell's looking like a good sport, but he's able to sneak in his conviction, prove his conviction. Jimmy Kimmel actually helps him do that. And he's able to get some uh, truth bombs in here. But what they got to do, they got to deflect. And now they got to try their attempt at comedy. You, uh, your my pillows used to be in Costco. They used to be in Walmart. They used to be in Hello? Macy's, Bed Bath and Beyond, etc. Right, right. Where the heck are they? Hello? <laughs> is anybody? Where the heck is they? Oh, Who? Ah. Oh my goodness! It's another Michael Lindell. Oh no, no, not Jimmy! It's Jimmy Crumble. I can't handle it right now. I don't got time for you. I'm looking for the law offices of Dave and Buster's. Well, no, Mike, da- Mike, Dave and Buster's isn't a law firm. It's uh, like a Chuck E. Cheese for adults who enjoy wrestling. Well, I'm being sued for $1.3 billion, and I need some representation. So it's right, right here in the law. So... Jingle and Jehoshaphat, how did I get in there? What kind of dark magic is that play? <laughs> Mike, you agreed to be... Well, one of the mics agreed to be interviewed in the claw machine, so... I knew it! It's a machine! I gotta admit, uh, the Mike Lindell impersonator is actually pretty good at impersonating uh, Mike Lindell. Not very funny, but Mike Lindell takes the opportunity to uh, bring the point home that it's rigged, rigged, rigged. Now, I'm just going to cut out the next minute because it's not at all funny. I was going to include it to let you be the judge of it, but it's just so cringe. It's just not funny. Stupid jokes about pillowcases full of coins for the claw machine. It, it, it falls flat, right? It just, it's just not funny. Um, but this next part, you'll see Jimmy Kimmel try to be slick and try to equate or try to sneak in some kind of jab or associating Mike Lindell with a not very popular Republican who's not very popular with his constituents or people as a whole. But Mike Lindell's proves a lot smarter and funnier in this attempt by Jimmy Kimmel to kind of sabotage him on the George Santos ordeal or story. Mike, one more thing. Have you what do you have you met this guy George Santos? No. What do you think of him? Is that the guy that was just here? No. (laughs) That's a different guy. (laughs) All right, Mike. Well, thank you, Mike, for, um, you know what? I have to say um, one thing about you is you are definitely committed, and you should probably be committed, to be honest with you. uh, Mike Lindell, everybody, the MyPillow guy. We'll be right back with Fallout Boy. So you can see there. And you can hear that, Jimmy Kimmel, you are committed and you should be committed as if Mike Lindell were, uh, were crazy. So, But there you go. You, you see that Mike Lindell didn't take the bait for even commenting on George Santos. It was actually funnier uh, than Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, is that the guy that came here? Uh, good deflection. Good deflection by Mike Lindell. Look, he was out to destroy the rigged, um, Jimmy Kimmel was out to destroy the rigged election Mike Lindell and paint us all as crazies who are being brainwashed by Trump. Like, for instance, the, the question he asked, do you have to run this stuff by Trump? No, of course not. Mike Lindell is not, he's not a, he's not a being pimped out by Trump and being told to do it. It's just ridiculous. But that's how they, they want to paint all of us, that we are just Trump zombies as they march like 
uh, non-player characters in video games to their programming orders. So folks, that's my reaction. I don't usually do reaction videos per se, but what are your thoughts on this? If you're watching this on Patreon or you're watching this on uh, Locals, give me your thoughts down below. If you're watching this over on Spotify, I will put a poll up and uh, you can uh, you can interact as well over there. Thanks for being here, folks, and thanks for all of you who are now catching this show on podcast format on Apple uh, Podcast, on Google Podcast, on iHeartRadio, on Audible, uh, on Stitcher, and everywhere else. This is now available to you. We appreciate your support. Until the next episode, ciao, goodbye, God bless. Gotta give us what we want. Uh, Gotta give us what we need. Hey, our freedom of speech is freedom of death. We, we got, got to fight the powers that be. Fight the power. Fight the power.